Today, we're looking at overs, unders, and odds for the Sun Devils in 2020. You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. A special shout-out to my everydayers who are here every day. And don't forget to hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications wherever you're getting your podcasts. And stay in touch with the show by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. And that's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back to talk some Arizona State Sun Devils football real quick. Did not have an episode out on Sunday covering basketball. Don't worry. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about that and talk about the future of the basketball program. So a full length episode for you guys. Don't worry. I got you covered today though. We are going to be talking about the Sun Devils football program and the odds that have been provided to us by our good friends over at FanDuel. Now, obviously, as one would expect, there are not very many great odds here for Arizona State. And we are we are going into a season in year in year one, if you will, of Kenny Dillingham, if you would consider the first year kind of like the year zero for the team, because obviously this was a very rough season for the Sun Devils to, you know, acclimate to a new coaching staff. There were highs, but there was a lot of lows as well. So now going into year two, it's going to be interesting to see how everything evolves for the Sun Devils. Are they going to take big steps forward? Are they going to be another middling team? Are they going to be another bad team? How is everything going to shake out for the team? That's what we're going to be interested to see. but. FanDuel, naturally, does not have high expectations for Arizona State, and that's okay. So what we're going to be looking at are three fun little props that FanDuel has provided us. We have the over-under on total wins. We've got the odds for the national championship, and we've got the odds for our lone Heisman contender. Let's start with over-under on wins. The FanDuel odds have smacked us with four and a half wins this season. That feels more than fair. And one of the biggest reasons why, and one of the things that I have brought up on the show multiple times is this is not an easy schedule for the Sun Devils. As you head into your first year of Big 12 play, new conference, new enemies, new travel destinations, this is this is a tough stretch. And just looking at the schedule, I mean, to end the year is absolutely brutal. To the, In your last five games, you are visiting Oklahoma State, hosting UCF, you're visiting K-State, you're home versus BYU, and you're visiting Arizona. That is four teams that made a bowl game last year. That is Kansas State, that's Oklahoma State, and Arizona on the road. That is... That is brutal. I would be very happy to go two and three in those games. But you do have some more than winnable games. And you're 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 out of conference. 
I've said it's not easy. I'm going to stick with it not being easy, but it's not brutal by any means. You got two home games, one away game. You're going to be hosting Wyoming. You're going to be hosting Mississippi State, and you are visiting Texas State. None of those teams are like daunting juggernauts, right? Mississippi State had a really down year, and they are definitely not trending in the direction of contending in the SEC or anything like that. Do I think there'll be a bowl team? Probably. Like, I can't sit here and assume that Mississippi State is going to have another really bad season. Um, obviously, they're going to be moving on from Will Rogers, and there are there are holes on this Mississippi State team. This is the year for the Sun Devils to be able to capitalize and get a win over an SEC team is to beat Mississippi State. You got them at home. Uh, you play Wyoming at home. That's to kick off the year. You would love to start the year 1-0. The Sun Devils have started the season 1-0 for the last however many years. I don't know off the top of my head, but it's been a while since the Sun Devils started the season 0-1. Visiting Texas State, that'll be interesting. They were a really quality team last year. Uh, Jaden Delora was initially transferring there, but ended up not with everything that's going on with him around the off-field stuff. That is... I, I feel like that should be a win, but I I don't know that we can count on any guaranteed wins for the Sun Devils. But let's say in a perfect world, you start off the year 3-0 and with your out-of-conference play. Because again, I, I do think it's not easy, but I won't sit here and tell you, as, as I said, it's not daunting either. You don't look at it and you're like, oh my God, how are we going to get a win? You should be able to go 2-1. and one. At a minimum, you're getting a win here. You're not going 0-3. And, and if you do, then we got to have some serious conversations about what to do for the rest of the year. In a perfect world, let's say you go 3-0. You just need to find two more wins here to be able to hit your over for the FanDuel odds for wins on the season. So let's take a look. You are, to begin your Big 12 conference slate, you are visiting Texas Tech. That's not an easy game. And you're going to be facing Jalen Conyers, your former stud tight end who left the program for his graduate season, goes back home into the Lubbock area, and is, uh, he said he grew up a Texas Tech fan. So what he will do to his former team will be interesting. But I think right now, if you start off the year 3-0, and I do think that you have a very good chance in this game to be able to get to four now but let's play devil's advocate here and say the sun devils go let's say they go one and two and they get the opening win and then you you slump against an sec team and you uh fall on the road to texas state that's a sneaky team you enter this game at one and two and i don't like your odds like at all at that point this this season to me is going to be very dependent on the on the mood of this team and how you are able to uh, build upon that culture and if you can generate some swagger for your team. That's where you're going to start seeing these interesting games like Texas Tech and we'll talk about the other games. That's where you're going to see how Arizona State rolls. But it is a winnable game. You come back home, you host Kansas. The only reason why I would uh, lean towards ASU is because you're at home. 
And it also depends on Jalen Daniels availability for Kansas. He's a very good quarterback, but he just can't stay healthy. If that's going to continue being the case, then I like your chances to beat Kansas. You are hosting Utah. That's tough, man. It's Kyle Whittingham. Uh, Cam Rising is back for his 40th season. They are a very good football program. They have been for a long time. That's always a tough game. Even if you got them at home, I don't know how I feel about that one. Visiting, you got uh, two games on the road. You have Cincinnati. I think you should win that game. Cincinnati was a really bad team last year. You should be able to get the win there. And then you visit Oklahoma State. You're generating maybe a rivalry between the Cowboys and the Sun Devils, but we'll see how that ends up shaking out. Uh, You host UCF. That'll be one of your final home games. And UCF went bowling last year, and they brought in KJ Jefferson to be their starting quarterback. You can't look at that as a as a guaranteed win. Visiting K-State, I'm chalking that up as a loss until further notice. Like, unless K-State is winless by the time we go to Manhattan, I am not taking you to win that game. Especially in mid-November, it's going to be cold. It's, it's not an environment that Arizona State is accustomed to playing in. It's a loss until further notice. Then you, for your... Home finale are hosting BYU. They did not go bowling last year. They are not the team that we saw a few years ago. They are still, however, a quality football program, and I will not sleep on them. Visiting Arizona to close out the year, I take them every time. I am always, always, always taking Arizona State to win that football game. Sorry, not sorry. So, based off of how we just ran through So in a perfect world, you could start the year, like if everything goes right, you could start the year five and L, but oh my God, what a lot would have to go right. If I am being completely objective and honest and unbiased here, I think that you probably start the year two and three, maybe three and two. And I would feel confident about Wyoming and I would feel confident about Texas state, Mississippi state. That's going to be hit or miss, man. It's, it's just going to depend on how everything falls into place for them, but you could start the year three and out. So if you start the year off three and zero with your out of conference play, again, you just need to find two wins here. The two wins that I could see would be Cincinnati and BYU. Those are two games that I feel confident that you could win. As of right now, which gets you to five, which hits the over. Now, if you are looking at the under here and you could only win four games, I would tell you, you could go one and two out of conference. Um, I, I still think you beat Cincinnati for your second win. BYU, I, I do think you got a, a fighter's chance, a puncher's chance in that one for your third win. And like, Maybe you can get Mississippi State sleeping. Like, this is a tough schedule. And four and a half, in my opinion, feels very realistic for this team. That feels like a good line, which obviously Vegas knows what they're doing. FanDuel and every other draft, or not draft, uh, every other sports book knows what they're doing. So four and a half feels very realistic here for the Sun Devils. Could I see it hitting? Absolutely. There's, There's a handful of games here that I feel confident in. Could I see it losing? 
100% because this is a tough schedule. I want to know what you guys think, though. Are there any guaranteed wins here? What do you guys think? Uh, let me know in the comments. Next, we're going to be moving on to our national championship odds. And naturally, they are not in the Sun Devils' favor. We're going to get to those in just one moment. This is the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find qualified professionals that are right for the role. That's why you need to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all of this while making the process easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have that many qualified candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats that you might not have time or resources to hire. So LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier, and they just launched a feature that helps write job descriptions and makes the process easier and quicker. Two and a half million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I appreciate you guys, as always, for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. And a shout out to my everydayers who are here every day. Wherever you get your podcasts, like, subscribe, turn on notifications. Also, encourage you guys to check out the Locked On Sports Today 24-7 streaming on YouTube. Get caught up to date on every league, on college, in pro, whatever it is. Check it out 24-7, national shows, and breaking news. Back into our conversation, taking a look now at Arizona State's chances to win the national championship. As you would guess, they have the second worst odds or second best, depending on if you if you think that really insane odds are your best, but they have the second worst odds to win a national championship at plus 80,000. In other words, I will be putting down nine cents on the on the outside chance that Arizona State somehow goes insane this year. Plus 80,000. That puts you in the same ballpark as Cincinnati, Virginia, Tulane, and Troy. And Syracuse. So there's a handful of you. And I've already said I like us to beat Cincinnati. Until further notice, I like us to beat Cincinnati. Virginia... Don't know too much about them. I, I I, I just don't know. I couldn't tell you. Tulane, absolutely not. Tulane has been a great team the last several years. They just got Ty Thompson at quarterback. They're going to win another 10 games this year. I would not be surprised at all, especially now that you're in a 12-team playoff, if they made it. Troy, Syracuse, don't know much about them. I know that Syracuse is going through changes with Dino Babers, uh, no longer the head coach. That'll be interesting. Whatever happens with them, I can tell you I'm not going to be following them very closely, though. So cross that bridge when we get to it. But not a surprise that Arizona State finds themselves in that same territory and in that same ballpark as those programs. Arizona State has had back-to-back three-win seasons. They've had a lot of changes come in the last two years, in the last three years even. New head coach, 
uh, two new head coaches because you had uh, Sean Aguano come in as the interim guy. You have had a carousel at the quarterback position. You have had transfers come and go from the program. There's a lot going on. So obviously, you are not going to have very good odds. If you are, you need to get yourself into the playoff. The most realistic way that happens, you need to finish second in the Big 12, and you need to probably enter no worse than 10 and 3. No worse than 10 and 3. Let's take a look at that schedule again. So this will be best case scenario that I'm running through. Best case scenario for you to make the playoff. Here we go. Versus Wyoming, win. Mississippi State, win. Texas State, win. Texas Tech, win. Kansas, win. Utah, you got to win that one for sure, especially at home. Cincinnati, win. Oklahoma State, toss up. You, you probably need to win that, though. You need a staple win here. UCF, win. K-State, I, I mark it as a loss until further notice. That would really help your chances, though. Uh, versus BYU, got to get a win. Arizona, have to win. You need a staple win here. And your three opportunities for a staple win are Oklahoma State, K-State, and Arizona. Now, if you lose all three of those, you have horrible odds to be able to make the championship game. But you need to be able to take care of the rest of the schedule as well. To me, and, and Utah could potentially be that too. I don't mean to disrespect Utah. I just don't know if they, because time caught up with them last year. You you were not what you were the previous two seasons at Utah. If they continue to trend downward, it's not the staple win that you hope. But if they return to form, then yeah, that is a staple win. So I will tell you, as of now, I've got three staple games here that you would need to get into the playoff. Utah could be one of them. If you can go two and one in those games, like let's say you get Oklahoma State and Arizona. As long as those two finish towards the top of the Big 12, that's going to really help your chances. But you need to go to the championship game too. You need to appear in the Big 12 championship. Because if you don't, you've got all five all five of your uh, conference champions are going. So if Arizona wins the championship, then you're in the playoff for sure. No ifs, ands, or whats about it. That's the whole point of extending the 12. I don't care if you are a nine and nine and 14. There's no reason to leave you out, but neither here nor there from, from there, you need staple wins. You need important wins. You can't go in, not beating Oklahoma state, not beating K state, not beating Arizona, not beating Utah. Even if that somehow gets you to be second place, like if just the whole conference falls apart, it doesn't matter. You're not going to be an eight and five team and sniff the playoff at that point. You need big wins here. Then you need to be able to be second place in the conference, if not first place. A lot of odds stacked against you because is that going to happen? I'm willing to bet no. Not unless this this defense becomes impossibly, uh, impossibly, what am I trying to say? Just like such a great unit that nobody can do anything against them. Just unstoppable. And then your offense would need to be absolutely dynamic. You would need 
that one player we're going to talk about to be a Heisman Trophy guy, you would need a lot to go right for you to to be able to sweep the schedule or anything like that, to be able to get those nine wins, those 10 wins, those 11 wins, whatever it might be. That's probably not realistic. But if they are going to have a chance for a national title, they need to get to the playoff because once you get into the playoff, anything is possible. Absolutely anything. It's not always the best team that wins. Sometimes it's the hottest team that wins. Let's say Arizona State starts off the year, we'll go six and three. If they end the year with a nine and three record, so you would beat K-State on the road, you would beat visiting BYU, and you would beat Arizona on the road. You go into your conference championship nine and three, red hot. If you are riding momentum, maybe you are just hitting your stride and you can go on some kind of tear. And maybe you play some teams that are sleeping on Arizona State. That would be how you win a national championship is you would just need to get hot at the right time. Bottom line here. you need So to get into the playoff, no worse than second place. You probably need at least nine wins, if not 10. You need to have staple wins. So Oklahoma State, K-State, Arizona, potentially Utah. You need wins there. And then you just got to get hot and you're going to play some good teams that you are probably looking at a 12 or 11 seed if you make the playoff, because you also need to sway the voters to convince them to put a, 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 a program that has had back-to-back uh, three win seasons that they are worth getting into odds are heavily stacked against your favor. And I'll tell you right now, they're not making it, but that's, that's pretty much the recipe for how you would get there. But like I mentioned, you would also need one of your star players to turn into the Heisman Trophy front runner and potentially the winner to get to that point. We're going to highlight him in just a moment. This is the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your team wins. You can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. One more time, thanks as always for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. A shout-out to my everydayers who are here every day. And wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, and turn on those notifications. Check out Locked On Sports Today 24-7 streaming on YouTube and stay up to date on pros, on college, and every league you can think of. Let's wrap up our conversation now with the Heisman Trophy odds. And as you would expect, the Sun Devils candidate has got the second worst odds, or like I said, the second best, depending on if you like those insane opportunities here. Once again, I'll be putting a whopping nine cents here to just to say I did it. And then who knows what happens? Like, I'm not going to lose sleep over losing nine cents. Am I throwing it away? Probably. But it's Jaden Rashada. Obviously. There are no odds for uh, Cameron Scadaboo. There are no odds for Elijah Badger. There's no odds for anyone on defense. There are odds for your starting quarterback. And quite frankly, I'm just happy to see Jaden Rashada have odds even though they are plus 30,000. So Jaden Rashada is, 
is such a long shot, man. He's got the second worst odds. He's going to be up there with a lot of guys I don't know, quite frankly. So you got Curtis Rourke, you got Robbie Ashford, Jaden Rashada, Diego Pavia, and Raheem Sanders. I do know Raheem Sanders. I don't know where he transferred because he was at Arkansas. He's not there anymore. It is it is going to be damn near impossible. But here's how you do it. First, you cannot miss the playoff. Now that it is 12 teams, you're not winning a Heisman Trophy without making the playoff. I promise you, you won't have a chance. Not, not a single one. You could have a Lamar Jackson season. But if your team is eight and four, eight and five, God, you you would seriously need to go insane. And if you do have a Lamar Jackson season, if you have a Joe Burrow season, you are in the playoff for sure. There's there's no way you can't be. So Jaden Rashada would have to do something like that to win the Heisman. Because as of now, the country probably doesn't know who he is. If they do... It's not for the right reasons. They would know him because of the drama that went down with Florida screwing him over with the NIL crap. That would be the only way that people are aware of Jaden Rashada. Right, wrong, or indifferent. And it is wrong, ladies and gentlemen. It is wrong to only know this guy based off of the recruiting aspect. I'm hoping by the end of the year, there's more respect for him. And to get that respect, he... He just needs to have a good season. He needs to be able to lead the Sun Devils to a bowl game. That's where it starts for him having a successful season. Now, for having a Heisman season, you're talking about setting some records at Arizona State. Jake Plummer has been our closest Heisman guy back in the mid-90s when they went to the Rose Bowl. He was a really good player back then, but you look at the stats from then and compare him to now, and he's not snipping it, not even close. So Rashada would have to be exceedingly better than what Jake Plummer did. And he took him to the Rose Bowl. So that's where it starts is you need to not only, not only have good stats, but you need to take your team to the playoff, take them to a significant bowl game. You probably need to win a game in the playoff too. Easily, I would say. So you need a playoff win. You probably need to win the Big 12 as well. And that much is pretty out of Jaden Rashada's hands. Again, unless he just has this insane season. It is not going to be entirely Rashada's fault if you don't win the conference. You need a good defense. You need good weapons. You need the coaching. There's a lot of it. It's a team sport. Football is the biggest team sport. In, in any aspect. But for Rashada to win Heisman, he he needs to be at the at the at the forefront here. It can't be a, the defense getting them a 10-win season. It needs to be Jaden Rashada getting them a 10-win season. From there, you're talking stats. So at least 40 touchdowns, at least 4,500 yards uh total, I would say. 40 total touchdowns, 40 or uh, 4,500 total yards, uh, you need something to stick out to. Like you, let's say he rushes for, I don't know, 15 touchdowns. That that would be something that sticks out because that's potentially at least top five in the nation for quarterbacks. 
or you throw for 4,000 yards, 4,200 yards, 4,500 yards. That's going to stick out because that's going to be towards the top of the country. You get 40 total touchdowns. You get 45 total touchdowns. That's going to be towards the top of the nation. That's where you win the Heisman is being at the top, but this is also a guy who played three games last year, a guy who threw, ah, crap, four touchdowns against three interceptions, a guy who really looked like a freshman and had some struggles when he was on the field. God, he's got to be just a completely different football player. Honestly, the reason why he's the best odds for the Sun Devils and the guy with the only odds for the Sun Devils is because he plays quarterback. Because I would tell you it feels more realistic for Scadaboo to be your uh, Heisman Trophy candidate. That's the one that I think would have the best odds. Based off of off of talent, pre- previous production, all that stuff. But Rashada plays quarterback. Rashada was a borderline five-star prospect coming out. Super high upside. I mean, the ceiling's through the roof for this kid. There is a chance for him to be one of the better quarterbacks in the Big 12 Conference. I would not be surprised if he was in the top half, right? You got 16 teams. There are some really good teams. There's some really bad teams. Jaden Rashada could easily be top eight in the Big 12. He would obviously need to be the best. No worse than the second best to be the Heisman Trophy frontrunner. But that's how you do it. Overall, Arizona State does not have very good odds anywhere. If you had me stack them, I would probably go in the order I have them. Uh, No, I I would switch for shot. We're not winning. We're not winning an Addy. Easiest would definitely be Sun Devils, four and a half wins. I actually really like that uh, to take the over. I will definitely be placing some of my own dollars on that more than nine cents. I'll tell you that maybe 10 cents or 15. If I'm feeling froggy, the national championship at plus 80,000. Why not? Again, I'm not losing sleep over nine cents. Jaden Rashada plus 30,000. Why not? I'm losing, not losing sleep over nine cents. Uh, That's just me personally. I am not giving out betting advice at all. This is not what I am doing. Not giving you betting advice. Bottom line. These are obviously stacked against the Sun Devils, but they have them stacked against themselves. So that's what I think. What do you guys think? Do you like any of these odds? Should they be better? Should they be worse? Is Rashada the best Heisman candidate for the Sun Devils? Let me know in the comments. Hit me up on Twitter, RichieBrats36, the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. But wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, and turn on those notifications. A shout out to my everydayers who are here every day. Again, thanks so much for tuning in. Like I said at the top of the show, we're going to be back tomorrow to talk Arizona State basketball. We got to talk about the loss to Colorado, the win against Utah, and the upcoming game against Oregon State and Arizona coming up this week. So tune in tomorrow. We're going to catch you up on that. We got plenty to talk about. I'll see you then. Until then, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.